Hello, and thank you for joining me on the Murphy's Go Camping. This episode is exploring the coastal redwoods of California. My name is Rose Murphy, and together with my husband Kelly and our pit bull Kiki, we travel in a teardrop trailer around even during this time of COVID and find places that are safe in the outdoors and really worth the time to take to explore. So I'd like to share with you our latest adventure. We live in Northern California, but I don't think we've even seen half of all there is to see in this beautiful area. So going out to the Redwoods was something that I really wanted to spend some time doing. It was February, the first week of February, just one week before our trip. The first campground that we stayed at had 18 inches of snow. So it was a snowy time of the year, but one of the benefits about camping in February is that there's not very many people out there. If you worry about not being able to find a camp spot because of things being closed, in this area, it's not too hard to find an open camp spot. So let me tell you about our adventure. First of all, we traveled up to Redding. At Redding, we headed west on State Route 299. It's a California state highway that runs across the whole northern part. It goes from Arcata on the coast all the way to the Nevada state line. And this part of the state route is a Trinity Scenic Byway. I love scenic byways and this one was particularly beautiful. One of the first towns you come to is Whiskey Town. And Whiskey Town is a national recreation area. There are tons of campgrounds in there, a crystal clear lake, there are waterfalls to hike to, many hiking trails, and the mountains are scenic. The history of Whiskey Town is pretty interesting too. The lake wasn't always there. So once Whiskey Town was a bustling mining town, but it was flooded in order to make way for Whiskey Town Lake. So all that remains today are some pretty cool old buildings. There's a relocated store, a few residences, some of the National Recreation personnel live there. There's old mines. Um, but Whiskey Town is a registered California historical landmark. It's in Shasta County, and it's been said that during the gold rush in 1849, they called this area Whiskey Creek Diggins. But how did it get the name Whiskey Town? Well, there are two different stories to choose from, so you can pick. But the first story I heard was that there was a barrel of whiskey that fell from a pack mule and it fell into the creek that ran by Whiskey Town. The second is that it, it gives uh, the name to the legend that miners at Whiskey Town could actually drink a barrel of hard liquor a day. So you figure out uh, why it was called Whiskey Town. We found a camp spot just when the sun was starting to go down. Um, we drove into Oak Bottom Campground, which is right there on the lake. 
One thing that was really cool is we were able to camp in the tent camping. Now tent camping was great, you know, it's pretty rustic. We had a fire pit and a picnic table, but we camped pretty spot close to the restrooms. And in the restrooms, there were flush toilets. They were super clean and they were well lit for a night. There are bear bins everywhere, so I'm supposing that bears frequent this campground, so make sure you lock up your food. And the other big news about this area is that unfortunately, Car Fire was one of the largest fires up until this point that burnt in California. It burned Shasta and Trinity counties in 2018. 229,000 acres were burnt. And so you do have a lot of blackened trees. The area and the surrounding area of the lake is still beautiful. It's pristine in many places, but it is a reminder of the strength of nature and to be careful as you go because this fire was started in, in the heat of summer by someone who had a flat tire and the rim of the tire hitting the road caused a spark and caused all that damage. There are quite a few signs around that flooding's possible, not to park in lowlands, especially, you know, when we might get rain. So do be careful. Um, and it, you know, does stand out a bit, but there's still much beauty to be seen. So after we left the Oak Bottom campground, oh, and there were RV camp spots, but it was definitely a parking lot situation. There were no hookups, but you could in February camp for $20 a night there at the campground. And there was a little store that was open until four o'clock in the afternoon. Trinity County is the next county that we arrived in, and the first uh, town of size was Weaverville. It was founded in 1850, also as a historic California gold rush town. But one thing that was very unique about Weaverville is their restored Chinatown. And there's a museum if you would like to check that out. Um, there were approximately 2,000 Chinese gold miners living there during the gold rush. Um, so a lot of uh, honor and respect to the Chinese who live there. And you can really tell that about the town. We also were excited about their new brewery. Trinity County Brewery opened in May of 2020. It's quite large uh, and they did allow people indoor. It's warehouse-like, but they also had a patio dining in the back. They had quite a few different styles of beers on tap and they also had pizza and burgers and fries and lots of things to eat. So if you're driving through, I highly recommend that spot. Uh, they had very friendly servers, a beautiful bathroom, and uh, lots of cool art on the walls. After we left Weaverville, we like to stop every 
place we can just to check things out. But one of the things we really like to stop at is the rest stops. And we came upon a Caltrans rest stop called Moon Limb Lee. I would highly recommend if you're traveling to look up Caltrans maps of rest stops because one of the beautiful things about those rest stops is you can always stay up to eight hours in any 24 hour period. There was some great historical information about Moon Lim Lee as well. And one of the things that I really enjoyed was the Buckhorn Rock Fountain. Now this fountain was built in the 1930s as part of the highway beautification program that, um, you know, they developed roadside picnic facilities, campgrounds, vista points, rock walls. And this fountain had originally been in Shasta County and had been spring fed, uh, but they moved it and it is working now. So it has a little step that kids can step onto to drink out of the fountain. And it has a little fountain at the bottom so that dogs can fill their bowls. It's also a great little rest stop to walk your dog if you're um, a dog owner or pet owner. And there was an electric car charging station. And so we ran into someone charging their car and they were walking around getting exercise while their car uh, was charging. So a beautiful spot in the trees. Not too far after that was another rest stop that was Caltrans, the Francis B. Matthews. But the first one did have an RV dump station. Um, the second one did not, just in case you're an RVer. And that's always a good thing to know. So the next thing was we reached the Pacific Ocean. And so you drive straight into Arcata and Arcata is a great little town, but we went up to Trinidad. Trinidad has great beaches. There's a Trinidad head, Trinidad beach. There's a bench you can sit on and just look out to the coast with beautiful rocks. Uh, it was a sunny day, so it was just gorgeous. There are so many places to stop once you start driving north on 101. And the, the ocean is just right there. There's no huge roads to drive down or cliffs to get off of. You're just right on the beach and you can park right there on the beach and just sit and watch the ocean. But when we were in Trinidad, we were hungry. And luckily, there was this sweet little restaurant, I really loved it, called Trinidad Eatery. And it had outdoor dining or takeout only. But um, when things opened back up again, I, I would love to eat inside because it was a cute place. Half of the business was also a gift shop. So there are a, lo a lot of really neat things. If you like to buy some souvenirs, postcards, they also had sweets like homemade fudge. <laughs> and we got mussels and chowder and it was delicious. So I highly recommend the Trinidad Eatery. If you want to stock up on supplies, there's a big grocery store in Trinidad. Uh, it's a beautiful little town just to walk around if you wanted to get some exercise uh, before driving north. Um, there's, because there's so many stops, we could not stop in everywhere. But one place I do wish we would have stopped because I heard it was a great uh, 
uh, park was the Clam Beach County Park. It has a lot of trails and for no fee, you can wander the beach for miles. The entrance for Clam Beach County Park is on the west side of Highway 101, right off the off-ramp, so it's easy. There is free first-come, first-serve rustic camping. There's only 15 sites, but next time I think that's what I would do. If you're into that kind of thing too, um, you might want to check that out. So we headed on up to Klamath, and in Klamath, uh, one of the things that really stands out are the elk. They're called Roosevelt elk. They are huge. And so we saw live elk. They just roam around, so you do have to drive carefully. As you enter Klamath, you're really in the heart of the Redwood National Parks. Um, there's a lot of camping available. There's motels, cabins, and then again, all, all along the way, the beautiful Pacific Ocean. We decided at this time, as it got dark, to stay at the Mystic Forest RV Park. The Mystic Forest RV Park, you know, if I was to guess, might have been a KOA back in the day, but we did talk to the owners and husband and wife. They had been working there for 26 years. So they have a sweet little gig going there. It is in the Redwoods. And so we were able to back our teardrop into the woods and have a very private spot. A little creek fl flowed through the edge. And then there were trails with a little covered bridge that we could walk back into the redwoods where it was all kind of dark and moist little trails they had tent camping back there but right now it was closed amenities at the mystic forest rv park uh, were that they did have showers and a very very clean bathroom they clean the bathroom four times a day and it was pristine with very nice heaters inside the bathroom there was a fire pit with wood for sale there was a restaurant across the street a store on site that sold just about you know the main things that you might need 30 50 amp power uh, I just thought, you know, everything we needed for that evening. It was great. Wi-Fi, the Wi-Fi worked really well. Uh, so we stayed there that night. And then the next day, it was only 46 miles from there to get to Crescent City. And Crescent City is quite a large city. Um, but we did make a stop at Trees of Mystery. Trees of Mystery has been there since 1946, and it is a redwood canopy, canopy that you can tour by just walking through the trails. Uh, there's gondolas as well. There's a huge, huge gift shop. It, it's, it's gigantic. And connected to the gift shop is one of the largest private collections of Native American artifacts in the state of California. It's free to go look at the museum and it's definitely worth it. Uh, it's a great photo op spot because there's a 49 foot Paul Bunyan and his 35 foot babe, the blue ox. So I did say, take some pictures with uh, the Paul Bunyan and ox, and you probably know the tale about him. 
And along the trails too, there are lots of carved out of wood statues. And out front there is a bear that's been carved with a chainsaw. So you get to see lots of cool art along the way. And we really did enjoy stopping at the Trees of Mystery. I think everyone must stop there at some point. So as we got into Crescent City, we thought this is a great place, um, but we were going to be camping just a little bit out of town in Jedediah Smith Redwood State Park. Oh my gosh, this was just the best campground ever. <laughs> I loved it. Um, most of the park is watershed to the Smith River. There are about 87 family campsites there's not power hookups, but you do have a beautiful picnic tables, fire pit, and our spot, spot number 58, we backed our teardrop in and it was all deep in the redwoods, very, very large secluded spot with a very, very short trail that led right to the Smith River. When I saw the Smith River, the first thing I said was, wow, this is clean. And I did find that the Smith River is the longest major free-flowing river in California. It's full of Chinook salmon and steelhead trout. And yes, it is so clean because there is no dam. There were small boats uh, floating down the river. Uh, people were fishing. We watched a couple otter play but I heard there's a lot of wildlife, a lot of bird watching. There's 20 miles of hiking and nature trails just within this park. Again, they had flush toilets, showers that you did have to pay for these showers, um, and then a visitor center, but the visitor center was not open. For our camp spot, we paid $36, so it was a little bit more expensive, but I would say the location and the beauty is so worth it. We unhooked our teardrop and drove back into Crescent City to look for a brewery because that's one of the things we really like to do, and we found the perfect one. It was Port-au-Pints, and Port-au-Pints is locally owned and very well supported by the locals. Uh, it had outdoor dining or takeout, um, but now, um, since we've left in this second week of February, Del Norte County, which is where Crescent City is, has uh, left their most severe uh, COVID lockdown and they can now have indoor dining. So if you're there later on in February, uh, you could probably drink inside. They had over 20 uh, beers on tap and they also had locally brewed kombucha and cider. They had great pub food, we had sliders, but there were many options to fill the hungry traveling belly. So check it out. Another thing that I thought was pretty cool about that area was uh, Jack London's uh, classic novel that was set in 1903 um, is being filmed there and is about to be released. So right there on the Smith River, 
Um, so you might want to look for um, one of uh, those movies when it comes out. So as you're driving um, and on Highway 101, there's just dozens of places to stop. Um, 10,000 acres of old growth trees just everywhere you look. It's so beautiful. And I would say that, you know, we went 199 from Jedediah State Park and went into Oregon. Um, but you could also continue driving 101 north and stay on the coast in Oregon and check out that area as well. It's just, it's hard with so many options to know what to do. Um, there's so much hiking uh, in the lakes and the waterfalls and the ocean. You will not have a limit <laughs> of, um, you know, things to do. So I would highly recommend this trip. One thing that uh, we did was we went into Oregon through Medford and then Grants Pass, Ashland, and then into Shasta. In the past, I have stayed at Siskiyou Lake uh, campground and it's a beautiful campground as well and I highly suggest it. It just doesn't open until April 1st. So if you're doing that route, good luck to you. Uh, if you have comments or questions, feel free to reach out and ask me on this podcast. Uh, I'm glad that you listened and I hope you have happy travels and a really great day. Thank you.